When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and the recently released book, Food Truck 201, Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. So, on our Facebook group, we have a whole ton of people that are in favor of setting out a tip jar. So, I'm going to challenge each one of you that sets out a tip jar to tip every single person you come in contact with that is doing the job that they are paid to do. Now that includes every fast food restaurant. And please don't whine to me that they're corporately owned. The people that make the food and the ones that take your order in most cases make less than a food truck employee. And yet I dare say many of you don't think one second about not tipping them. And don't tell me, oh, there's not a tip jar out. That's not an excuse. Do you tip the dude that collects the money when you pay for the gas that you just pumped? How about the girl is ringing up and then bagging your food at the supermarket? How about the people that bring out your order when you order from Walmart and they do the curbside pickup? How about the mailman? Do you tip him? How about the plumber that just fixed your sink? How about the guy that came to fix your prep table? What about the commissary owner? How about the doctor? Or maybe the nurse that's doing your blood pressure and taking your temperature? Is there a place on your insurance form for you to include a tip for them? How about the car salesman or the dudes that built your truck or your trailer? Did you tip them? Now, if you're saying, well, Bill, some of those people, they didn't make too much money. They're professionals. They don't deserve a couple of dollars in tips. They wouldn't care about it. So what you're telling me is you just admitted that tipping is based on the perceived income of the person that would be receiving the tip. And if you think they make too much money, they don't deserve a tip. Your tipping habits to others are based on the class that you perceive them to belong to. The electrician that makes 75 bucks an hour or that doctor making $200,000 a year, they don't need your lowly pittance charity, right? Because that's what tipping is, it's charity. So that brings us back to tipping is class-based. The lower working class is being tipped by the middle and upper working class. Yet the lower working class does not tip the folks they perceive to earn more money than they do. So see, it still comes back down to class. Your lower working class is you got a tip jar sitting out. You're effectively panhandling for money. I need the tips that you pay yourself good salary. You should be anyway. You should be paying your employees really good money. So tipping is class-based. Who would have thought? And you just admitted it because you won't tip everyone. So can you explain why one person's job deserves a tip while someone else's job does not? And can you do that without mentioning the wages those people may or may not earn? Because you don't know how much they earn. Essentially, everyone's job that involves personal interaction could be a job deserving of a tip. But then once you factor in wages, that changes everything. Tipping was never, ever meant to ensure prompt service, like the little quote that supposedly happened in the 1950s. Never existed for that. Tipping was always a way for the upper class folks to brag about and show their superiority over the lesser class 
folks when it came to menial jobs. Think of it as a way to keep you in those menial jobs. The more money you collect in tips, the more money you want to stay exactly where you are. Because you tell yourself, hey, this is easy money. They're giving me money. I'm cooking food. They're giving me money. Rather than go out and educate yourself and improve yourself and get your skills up to the point where you can earn the money that you already said you wouldn't tip somebody if they were making that kind of money. You know, doctor and lawyer and nurses and all those folks. The owner of the local McDonald's franchise, you are certainly not going and tipping him. So you're not working to improve yourself to get the skills to get yourself out of the menial jobs that you already said you would tip for. So you're not working to get yourself out of the middle class and the upper middle class because tips become exactly what a like button is to people. When they're looking through their feed on Facebook and Twitter, oh, look, somebody liked it. That little endorphin rush. They love what I said. Oh, look, they gave me a dollar. They love my food. They love my smile. So you're addicted to those little endorphin rushes, but you're not addicted to getting yourself pulled up and getting out of what you've already said is a menial job that deserves a tip. One person on our group bragged about tips being tens of thousand dollars a year in free money. And I was so saddened to think about how low that person's goals must be. Tips go to the staff in 100% of the circumstances. Owners shouldn't even be thinking in such small terms. Tens of thousands? Seriously? How about working to increase your sales tens of thousands of dollars? And then paying someone to run the truck for you? Tips are not free money. A tip jar, just like I said earlier, is effectively panhandling. The existence of a tip jar puts peer pressure on people to tip so they don't appear cheap. And the tip is for what exactly? Someone cooking food that they were paid to cook, and then they're selling it at a premium price that they determined. The only way you could sell the food is for someone to be there to take the order. And that person's worthy of getting a tip? Because if they weren't there and you weren't paying them, you wouldn't have a business. So all of that's a tip-worthy action, seriously. Your business and your profit are not in your tip jar. And if they are, you really don't have a business, no matter how much you lie to yourself. You're effectively a person that has a little sign that says, we'll work for food, and you're just the one working for the food. If you really need the tips, just raise your prices. How about 15%, 18%, how about 20%? Like some people, and I even saw one person on Square had a 30% tip set up. And just get rid of the tip jar. Oh, but wait, I know you're saying, Bill, I can't raise my prices that much. People won't pay. But yet you have no problem putting it on the, the Square to ask them, please give me money. I don't know how to price my food to make profit, so I need you to donate something to me. You guys expect a guest to get upset when you raise the prices, but you have no problem putting out that panhandling jar. So I'm going to tell you this once. You guys are well above the lower class. You guys are far above that. So stop keeping yourself in that mentality of, I need a tip jar because my job isn't worth what I'm doing. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you find all the information helpful to your business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.